Welcome back to Three Idiots and a Couch, and welcome to our first Masochist Mondays. Hey, so this is me, Kara Kitsune. It's me, Soas. And it's me, Eclipse. And today we are going to be talking about Tall Girl, also known as not stereotypical '90s early aughts high school drama bull. Spoilers! And you already said it, so one. Wow, we're off to a great start. (laughs) I don't know if we'll be able to hold ourselves back. Tall girl was. uh, I I have so many things. I know I've been quiet the past couple podcasts, but I have so many emotions on this right now. (laughs) Well, then, I will be glad to let you start us off. So. It is just a roller coaster of emotions from like beginning to end, and they're not all good. They're they're not good at all. So, so they're not all good, or they're not good at all. Is yeah, it's just not good at all. I think about it. Okay, uh, I have to disagree a little bit. There is one source of light in this dreaded dark hole <laughs> of nothingness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. I actually felt. Actually, we should start from the beginning. I feel like we should probably start from the beginning so we won't confuse the audience. Yeah, but uh, first off, actually, me, you... me, Eclipse, and uh, Kuro Kitsune, we've seen this movie before. We actually watched it on a bad movie night before we even thought of having a podcast, and we just laughed at it originally. Now trying to take it in as a serious look at this movie. Oh boy! Oh. So, uh, but that leaves Soul as the main person who hasn't seen it. So, Soul, as our resident haven't seen it guy, I want you to tell us what you think. First impressions? It's a hot load of garbage. I mean, honestly, from the very beginning of the show, movie, sorry, it reminded me of some 80s Episodic, like, episodic series. A really bad one. Yeah. Doesn't even get through its first season. <laughs> Literally, the first scene is them just staring at each other, and then all of a sudden, oh, I stand up and I'm like an entire head taller than the other guy. <laughs> and it's like, but why though? Why do you care? Why is this intimidating? And what century do you live in that it's be- this bad to be shorter than a woman? Because this is high school. The ironic thing is, is yeah. like you talked about it be some '80s sitcom and everything. But most '80s sitcom have the midget with the tall woman, and it's like played completely straight in half of them. Mm-hmm. So the '80s has this movie beat. Yeah, I actually remember there was an episode in the Golden Girls about this as well. There was also Ooh. one in yeah. uh, what's that one with the guy who says, "Did I do that?" Oh, Family Matters. Family yeah. Matters. That's it. Uh, that w- there was an episode with that as well. And literally, the uh, woman steps down off a step so that way they can kiss. And it's and it's still better better romance than anything in this movie. Hmm. I get it's a teen so movie, better. but good God. It's what too... are we trying to feed to our children? <laughs> well, what we all... innocent minds. Well, what we always do, constantly let it... Constantly let guys hurt you, so that way you will know if they you'll know if they're hot, sufficiently hot or not. And then when they try to take over, when they try to take over the galaxy and kill their fa- and kill their family members right in front of you, you know that they're sufficiently enough to suck face because beauty will kill the beast. 
And the thing is, it's supposed to, like, play off... Uh, it's supposed to, like, have this message of just, oh, just accept who you are, no ma- like, accept who you are no matter what. Like, you're you, and no one else can take that away from you. But the main character is so unbearably bad. It's so She's- hypocritical. She is, like, the meanest person to, like, the best friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was watching, and I'm like, she is so nice. What are you doing? <laughs> and it's like, okay, so when the best friend is introduced, literally, I can't even remember the best friend's name, and that's sad. Oh, man. But oh, man. the best friend, the uh, mandatory best black friend, uh, basically, she, co- she comes in, and she's, like, having a good time. Like, what you want your high school experience to look back on and say... Yeah, it's like, maybe I was unpopular, but I had a good time while everyone else was stressing out. I know. And she's like, comes in, and her first thing is, and her first thing is like, yo, Jody, why, Jody's tall girl, by the way. Uh, I'm going to call her tall B for the remainder of this, uh, for the remainder of this. But she goes up, and she's like, yo, tall B, why so, why so glum, chum? It's like, seriously, uh, loose, loose it up, stand tall. No slouching. And immediately yeah. slouches the moment she leaves. <laughs> it's just like, she goes, huh, uh, and then, eh, and then back to, huh. The, the biggest thing is that the person who's the most self-deprecating in, I mean, the person that hurts her the most, it, that hurts Talby the most in this entire movie is her. It's like, <laughs> there are people who play pranks on her, but specifically, but it's like specifically, she's the one who insults herself the most. Which and she's really also disgusting. angry about she's also angry about it too. The fact that she's angry about a prank call. Yeah, she kinda makes fun of herself the most. Yeah, and it's and it's like, uh, you'll never be you'll never be pretty. Bye. And it's like, seriously, you realize that the whole reason that they're calling you is because she's worried you can take um Swedish boy away. That's the that's the um person she's chasing after in this uh thing. It's Swedish like she boy. wouldn't do anything oh, yeah. if she wouldn't do anything if if she knew you didn't have chance. Yeah, and uh, le- and let me be, let me be clear here for all the teenage girls watching us, all one of you or negative three of you. Uh, basically, basically, let me give you this message: body positivity is about re- learning that just because your body is different doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Try and use your body to. Try and use your body to your advantage. Show what your strengths are. Or just accept what body you're in and go forward and try to forge your own path. But do not do what this movie did, where she go, where a tall girl goes to an entire makeover, and then the moment a prank call happens, she's like, I'm not even going to try. Just all confidence yeah. just gone. But also at the same time, if you ever do get to that small bit of popularity... Wherever that is in your stage of life. Don't, don't be a bee, bee. And desert yeah. the friends that have been with through been with you through thick and thin. Yeah, she deserts um black best friend. BBF. Oh, and she never apologizes. Nope, they're just no. they're just okay afterwards. <laughs> they're just like, yeah, I know, you, you totally just insulted me, but you know what? It's the end of the movie and you stood up for yourself, so we're good. Oh, I but she was just sitting there smiling like, yeah, like, but you still kind of <laughs> stabbed me in the back, didn't you? Didn't you? You know, I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think, uh, I didn't think there was something this bad, this bad of a breakup since the Confederacy of the, of the North, but you know. Oh, 
thing is, the the Black BF honestly is the saddest character. Well, the second saddest character in this movie because oh, yeah, we... whenever her friends go for her advice, she there, there's literally a line. She says this in the movie where it's like, you know, one one of these days I want to go to lunch and ha- and my friends ask me how my life's going. Oh, and they straight and they up keep going. They just keep going. Yeah. But yeah, we had to talk about the most tragic character of this movie. Well, he's technically the most tragic, and yet also deserves some of the tragedy because of what happens later. Oh, st- he gets kind of creepy. Let's talk about Dunkelman. <laughs> or, or, or Dunkers, as the Swedish man calls him. <laughs> so, Dunker... Dunkers is this average height white boy, and and uh, basically, basically he already has a crush on Jody. She knows about it. They've been best friends since forever, and he carries around a milk cart. You get three guesses as to why the first two don't count. <laughs> and literally, he's supposed to be tagged as like this the weird friend. Pretty much. He's kind of, though, at the beginning of it, the the only character who's the most normal. While Jody is the self-deprecating uh, emo with no black on with no black clothes on her. Uh, pretty and, much just wears tracksuits the entire time. Yes. Until oh, she, yeah. Then there's that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Do you want to talk second, about the tracksuits before we continue? Kind of. They just talked about how she, why she looks like a member of the WNBA. Exactly. Oh my god. Literally from scene one again. She's wearing like this. What? What was that? A sweater with some weird design on it. Like some, and some jeans. The only reason you know that it's for girls is because it had a flower on it. I think. Nope. But at the beginning, okay, never it's mind. just not feminine in any way, shape, or form. But at the very beginning, it's just blue tracksuit with like a white Nike Airs or something. Like size men 13. Yeah. Don't tell me that this is the only clothes that she can get. Because we know her it par- isn't because they stuffed her into a whole bunch of different clothes before. Yes, and her parents are loaded. Her sister literally is a multi pageant winner. Yeah. Like. A lot of the characters in it are just pretty much upper middle upper middle class families, or just straight up rich. Like literally, like literally, the three houses we see, none of them are even slightly dingy like looking. Normal. They're like freaking chateau mansions. Mm-hmm. That reminds me, how how are the uh, kids getting around? One's on a bike, and also like, and maybe the bus. Bus, Maybe. walking, like... We know that Jody and, uh, Stee... Yeah, that's his name, Stee. They're, they take a trolley. Oh, yeah, and also the other time <laughs> where Talby and Manhor, Manhor pretty much, <laughs> make this take number, what, two? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, did we mention that the only other black characters in this, uh, tall girl thing... Are all sort of uh, bad people besides the best friend? Wait a minute. There's there's uh, there's there's a queen bee because I can't remember her name either. Literally, I don't even want to remember the name, so I don't care. Then there's uh, 
then, then there's a uh, I'm totally not in love with Jody, the guy who literally did the prank call oh, on her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, name me one other black character that has a name. Yeah. Other so than like the guy that works at like the um, what was it the the voodoo shop? The voodoo. Oh no, with the escape room. Yeah, the he escape was room. A, he was just doing voodoo, yeah. but he's not named. He's just a random. <laughs> Nice. That's strike number two. They probably never heard. They didn't probably even hear it. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, all besides best friend, all black characters are tearing down the white characters. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh wait, um, there's also um, Dunkelman's mom. Oh yeah. We forgot. We forgot. Uh, he is a he is a black mom. Somehow this milk toast looking guy. I'm sorry. Uh, is he adopted or did you separate your eggs with your whites? <laughs> I heard. I heard that you apparently can spin can spin uh, the uh, can spin the icing in order to get more have more of a chance of getting certain traits. But uh, this seems a little much. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think technology and science has advanced that far. We also have no idea what happened to his father. Also, I think the mom disappears right after she, we meet um, her. Just That's her only scene, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Literally her only scene. We see her in the car, and then it's like... That's it. Nope, All of the fact that she's gone... And then she's gone on a retreat the next time we're supposed to see her? Yep. Jesus. But let's see. We're already off track, so well, like technically no, off track history wise, because I was thinking my idea was like trying to go along like through the entire story itself and just point out stuff from there. <gasps> yeah, like So <laughs> We start off with we start off with Tall with Hallby and Random Boy. Boy, they talk about they talk about uh, a book that I don't remember the name of, but basically it's all about alienation because a guy alienates himself by using his knowledge to protect himself. So it's a source of strength, but also his greatest weakness. You think this is supposed to be a metaphor for tall girl, but if you actually think about it for five seconds, her smarts aren't the reason why she's alienated. She's just smart. Allegedly. <laughs> we don't really, I guess we don't really see that much of a, much of that during the movie. Yeah. No, it's all, she only try, corrects her sister on the Battle of the Bulge. Yeah. Which is her only nerd shot. Yeah. Besides being a piano nerd. Uh, let me be clear. Being a pianist does not mean that you're a nerd. It just means mm. you're. It just means good. you're a pianist. Trust me. Trust me. Go to go to my middle go to my middle school. Just watch someone play the piano for a second, and then watch all the, all these girls just walk up to that guy. Wow. Or any other instrument, maybe maybe guitar as well. Yeah, but it was but it was piano because that was how that was how that guy showed off. But seriously, yeah. guy, guy was girlfriendless going in, came out with multiple numbers. He's a legend. Anyway, <laughs> so. So, uh, basically, she complains about being six feet, one and a half, which is not that tall. Yeah. Um, for me, I am six foot three. Oh, my God. You must be gargantuan. I know. How's the weather up there? <laughs> the one insult 
They can't even come up with anything more. <laughs> they can't come up with anything That's original. Like an yeah. Insult, actually. It's just... I know. It's like you can't come up with anything else. Like, uh, hey, hey, man, got any got any good stash? Because you look like you're high all the time. See, now that is good. <laughs> we like get some joke lessons from Eclipse and Soul. They pretty, they pretty much got it down pat a little bit. I mean, as it goes. You know, you you work with what comes to mind. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So back to the story. So yeah, back to back to the story. We meet all three of our main trio: best friend, who best friend who um who is happily single, and two and two people, one pining over her, aka Milkboy, and Talby, our main character, who we're supposed to feel sorry for, with her very extravagant house, her high school life, which is not that bad. The fact that she literally, ha- her parents literally have more money than they can spend on her. I mean, yeah. I mean, only... she totally has a terrible life. Yeah, and the only thing about it is that she's just tall and feels like a freak. I mean, her, yeah. Her, 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 her sister has allergies that she has to struggle with throughout the entire movie. And that honestly made me feel more sorry for her. Which, by the way, she has a sister who is a beauty pageant uh, winner. And two parents who were just concerned when their three-year-old daughter gained four, was at four feet. At like what three years old? I said that. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I would be a little bit worried too. <laughs> oh, and the cringe yeah. rest of the of the uh, yes, that that's not normal. Like being four feet at three is not is not even like good. Yeah, you would have a lot of deficiencies. Anyway, uh, anyway, special diets aside, uh, the sister, best character, just gonna, just gonna put it out now, sister, best character, she's crazy, she's weird, but she's also, like, there for her sister, and her, and her emotional moment is that she liked the fact that her sister went to her for advice, and the moment that now, like, she's not chasing after Swedish boy anymore in that part of the movie, she's like, well, you're not gonna need me anymore, and I kinda liked being big sister to you. And it's like she's like, oh, and she's like, well, I like all this stuff. And it's like, at the, it's like, it's like at that moment, they should it should have been an epiphany for Tall Girl to realize, wow, I pushed away even my sister and family. It's like I have been a terrible person. I should probably do better. But no, she's just like, well, I want you to be around and stuff, and you know, stuff. But we're not really there yet. We're still at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, Tall Girl, Tall Girl Two, Sisters in Paris. <laughs> oh my god, that was great. Uh, but focus on the focus on the on the sister. Let Tall Girl be the villain. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist! What a M what M that Shyamalan twist. What a twist! Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're gonna skip through a lot of other stuff because there's some side plot and everything. But basically, Swedish Swedish exchange student comes in. Him, he's tall. Everything that this girl wants, you know, because he's tall. And semi-smart. Someone who's taller than me. And well, about mention- as tall. And well, here's we- the thing. She says, like, half the people in the school, half the boys in the school are shorter than her, which means the other half are either her height or taller. And we can see that, like, in the scenes in between, that's not the case in any way, shape, or form. Everyone in that school is pretty much five feet. To, like, nine, five, nine. Like five, five, nine. 5'10", maybe. There are no six-feet people in the school. 
And it's just like, she's just in a desert of short people. <laughs> of tall people. How's the weather up there? It's just oh like, God. be original. If you're going to like insult my height, at least just be original. Uh, it's like, I don't even like Sarah Burgess as a loser. But even <laughs> that one made me feel a little bit sorry for her before she started doing terrible things. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, but anyway, so Swedish boy comes in. He's apparently the dork of his of his hometown. But now that he's in America, he's Swedish hotcakes, and every girl wants him. That's pretty much just, that's pretty much just being like any exchange student that like comes to America. I can't like, deny I can't deny it. I tried to date a Russian exchange student in college. Hmm. Although she already had a boyfriend and didn't tell me, so well, I was about to say how that. Yeah, I knew you were. I saw it on your face, so I decided to just beat you to it. Damn. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> Let's just move on past this. Yeah, it's like story. honestly, I am. But honestly, I am past it, especially, especially since now, especially since uh, now, I can make fun of movies. It's like should... my passion. Okay, side note of this, I feel like we should probably make this like a in like a side podcast thing, like another episode. We just talk about relationships, maybe. Sure, I guess. I don't, know, like, I don't know if I'm the best person to talk about relationships, but I'll do my best. I don't know. Past relationships, like, random, a random topic or something like that. I have two. Technically. Like, two that actually got to the girlfriend stage. Huh. I don't know how you guys dealt with the boyfriend stage, and I guess ex- girlfriend stage for you, uh, It's non-existent. <laughs> so how are you by? <laughs> I have tried, Okay. <laughs> I, it's like I understand. It's like, it's like girls guys, are a lot harder to talk to guys than guys. Are, okay, so me guys are like easy though technically, and girls are just like guys are okay. I will admit this: guys are straightforward because I am straightforward, and it's like nearly all the guys I'm with are straightforward. Yeah. So yeah. I, it's like all my all my uh, friends are straightforward. Where girls, no, you have to figure that crap out. Good it's a God, puzzle every time. It's like you know you could just tell me how you're feeling. I want you to know how I'm feeling. I'm not a mind yeah. reader. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a mind reader. Also, I liked it when we just had fun, had fun, and you were willing to tell me when you had problems. It's like why are suddenly you want me to read your mind? Okay, getting off topic. Let's get back. To, let's get back to Swedish hotcakes and the Battle of the Bulge, or his bulge, as I say. Because <laughs> then lunch comes, and suddenly he's sitting alone because and Uncleman uh, was like, "No, you'll be fine." And uh, he he was right, but also the fact of the fact that Dunkelman's mother apparently like decided to be his host family and didn't tell him, and we later find out in the movie they have to share a room, which is like so weird considering that they're supposed to be teen teenagers. Yeah, but I can tell where some Teenage of his issues come. Sharing a room is weird. <laughs> oh oh, if if it doesn't get into the uh, you guys stage. Then it's definitely gonna get into this is war and one of us must die stage. <laughs> wow. There's no in between. Yeah. Especially especially with what happens later on in the movie. Yeah, later on <laughs> yeah. it's like Yeah, it's like that's gotta be awkward. But anyway, let's get let's, let's save that for later. So in the so in the movie we have this one scene which I'm gonna mention, which we should get, skip over, but basically Queen Bee and a few other no-name girls all, like, sit around him at the table. And it's basically, like, this point where they're using, like, psychic staring powers to see who will win it's the battle like, of this bulge. Oh, my God. 
That was hilarious. Honestly. It was. Honestly, that is the only reason I'm bringing it up because that was hilarious. It's like, is this how they think it goes in high school? Apparently. It's like, it's like stairs. Wait, this. now I kind of wonder because, like, who who's the director of this and how, how old are they? I have. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm i going to Google this Eclipse real... is currently Googling this right now. power of Google. Let's go. The power of smartphones and laptops. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Tall Girls Director is... I have no idea how to pronounce this, but it's uh, Ninga Stewart. And she is a black director who... who has done Michael Jackson, Our Icon, Love by the Tenth, and With This Ring. And she's been nominated for, she's been nominated for the NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Directing in a Drama Series. Okay. I don't think I've heard of her before. I still want to know what kind of high school life this lady had <laughs> to really, really yeah. gotten this movie going. Because, I mean... Some of oh, she directed rare. Little Fires Everywhere. Hi, this is Eclipse. I decided to cut out this part because I went on a tangent that lasted for 20 minutes talking about a show that was not a part of this episode. Thank you for your understanding. Let's continue. Oh, yeah, Tall Girl. Yeah, Jesus, we, I went out on a tangent. I know, like I'm thinking, I was like, like, you have a lot to talk about this season. Yeah, I'm probably gonna erase this in post. Like, you guys are gonna like say what what, what, what was skipped over, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say like you're gonna hear this part, and I'm gonna be like, I'm prob I'm sorry, I took that out because it literally leads to nothing. And I guess we'll disagree and continue on like nothing ever happens. Agreed. So continuing on, uh, so after the so after Jedi so after Jedi Force powers, where the girls are literally doing psychic attacks to each other, uh, we have. We have apparently, like, Stieg and the girl and a few days, weeks, I don't care, have passed. And uh, Jody and Jody like, I want this guy. And they go on a shopping spree. And she gets, like, this suit that we'll never see until the end. It's supposed to be a surprise that it's a suit and not a dress. But it's like you can totally tell it's a suit because they can't really hide it that well. Nope, because it's literally seeable on the collar. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after so after that, uh, um, prank she get prank called, but and uh, we get to the point where basically she's running away from her prank caller and stuff. No idea why. <laughs> it's like why are you running away from him? It's like you are taller than him, and we are, and it's like you already have the advantage. He doesn't know you're there. Kick him in the nards for what he did to you. <laughs> he's like he's paying attention. He's like doing his pay attention to his phone. So I like, love how later on she actually does threaten to do that. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but, but it's but it's like she runs into the uh, theater room where guess who's there on the piano? One of the few things she's been established that she likes to play. It's Swedish guy. It's Stieg. Yay! And they have terrible and they have a terrible singing. <laughs> one so bad apparently has the auto tune. It's not even her voice. I'm pretty sure it's not her voice. Yeah. So after the so ap so after that, uh, one of the only funny scenes in the movie comes in when uh, when uh, Queen Bee comes in and is like, oh, is like, oh, uh, yeah, we're boyfriend and girlfriend now. And it's like had a talk last night, made it a fish, and I'm like, Ugh, oh yeah, she 
This, we almost forgot to mention she speaks like five different languages. Oh yeah, she speaks every language under the sun. German, Spanish, Swedish. Italian. French. Spanish. I said that. I was yeah. like, I, I figured someone probably might have said that. But. You're not paying attention to me, are you, Kuro? Is it because I'm white? <laughs> Is this like, Is this like a rever- Uno reverse of because like, I'm black? <laughs> the thing is, I'm just like at the same time paying attention, but at the same time not paying attention because this week was so bad. I just wanted to get out my mind. Okay, my yeah, but we have trying to... to currently delete. <laughs> I know. Okay, like... before you delete, we have to get through the podcast, guys. So uh, let's talk. Uh, so let's keep. So let's keep going. So uh, basically, the funniest scene comes in when uh, the queen bee says to stay away from her boyfriend, and she and. Uh, Tall B isn't Tall B for a second. She's actually Tall Girl and says, okay, sure. And it's like Queen B can't handle it because it's like, it's, she's not confronting she her. She functions for like a good 30 seconds. <laughs> she's like, wait, you're not supposed to agree with me. She's what? like, what? No. What? No. And she's like, stop agreeing with me. And she's like, okay. okay. And she's like, oh. And walks away. It's just like, the one funny, like one of the two funny scenes in the entire movie. Clearly. It was just like off the head. Like, just like that. Like it was supposed to be. Yeah, so, um, after that, basically, you can skip everything else because you know where it's going to go, um, except for one part. Basic, basically, um, Steve, basically, Steve invites Jody over, and because she's at Milk Boy's house, uh, Milk Boy, when he answers the door, thinks, oh my gosh, she got dolled up for me. And it's like, she finally, she finally likes me and she doesn't say anything. And she says, I look ridiculous. I'm going to go. And he's like, oh, no, no, you look beautiful. And then she comes in and says, Jody, you made it. And it's like, you could see this man's heart get crushed. Instant disappointment. He was just like, oh, well, it's like, it's like, look, I get, like, I get it. You can't, I get, I get it. It's like. You don't, you know, like girls should be free to choose who they are, but you know this guy is like crushing on you hard, and you didn't say anything. Like maybe, like maybe, like you even act like you were embarrassed because he was (laughs) seeing you. It's like that is, it's like focus, tall me, focus. You lost your G status again. You're not tall girl anymore. But I would say milk boy. Came back with the best revenge of just being as annoying as possible. Literally, literally, he's just walk. He's just walking around whistling. <laughs> then he goes to the kitchen and starts making a smoothie. And then Stieg oh God, comes in, not understanding American norms, and he's like, "Want to watch the movie with us?" And tall and tall B is like, "Wait, what?" And it's, She's it's like, "Are you are you kidding me right now? Are you serious?" Well, I'm like, sorry, Tall B. Did you forget he had a girlfriend? <laughs> He's probably not thinking see, about that. Then right later now. on in like the next scene. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Kissing and it's like. Oh yeah, okay. they kiss on they kiss on a trolley. To which Eclipse started yelling out whore. <laughs> yes, because he is a whore. He is a super whore. It's like you you already have who is canonically the most popular girl in school. Are you telling me you really can't hold it in your pants? <laughs> You whore. <laughs> Tall B is better than you. You honestly only had to make it like one semester and you would have had to go back home. No, that's one semester or one year. Yeah. 
And he just got together with this girl, too. Yeah. Literally <laughs> cheats right after they make it a fish. Jeez. So, so yeah, after that, Jody, if, after that, it's like Jody gets so, sidebarred hard because Milk Boy is like, yeah, no, you probably shouldn't be dating someone else. Though he does this for purely selfish reasons. Don't think he's a good person. <laughs> but but there's all, there was also that small boost of confidence that she got afterwards. I know. And, okay, the one the one line that made me that made uh, best friend kind of like a semi bad character was like, "Hey, uh, Queen Bee doesn't deserve him. You do." And it's like, "Wow, if the genders were reversed, this would be very bad." Oof. So. But- but it's it's supposed to it's supposed to be the main protagonist gets gets what she wants. So of course she's gonna say you deserve that guy. Of course, even though you do absolutely nothing to make yourself interesting or attractive, and actually work to make yourself less noticeable. <sighs> anyway, anyway, so basically, so basically, after talking with Milk Boy, Steve side side girls her so hard goes off with his girlfriend his girlfriend his girlfriend <laughs> and th- and then uh, milk boy gets invited to the popular table to do some horrible impressions and and after and afterwards uh, afterwards tall b confronts him and he and he's like look uh, look i'm just trying to watch out for you also milk boy actually starts meeting a girl who's actually a way better match for him Spoiler alert! He doesn't stay with her. And that's the sad part about it. They're so perfect for each other. Like, like she literally brings... The most adorable moment is when she brings out the gluten-free cookie when he's eating these yes. disgusting-looking crackers. Yeah, and, and it's like he's like, wow, this is really good. This can't be gluten-free. And they're bouncing off each other, and it's like, oh my god, the chemistry is too good. Yeah, not to mention the more scenes that you see them in, the more you see them actually have healthy interactions. They're actually pretty happy. <laughs> they seem pretty happy. Uh, but it's all going to go downhill soon enough. Basically, basically, a tall tall girl thinks that dating someone else will make Steve jealous. And so uh, the person who literally did the prank call on her, the one that made her cry, is now interested in her because she's done the bare minimum of getting a makeover. And uh, now uh, she's like, okay, I'm gonna go out with him to this escape room where they're gonna be, where uh, Milk Boy is going to be going out with his girl and stuff. And then also uh, Steve and his and his girl is gonna be there as well too. It's a triple date in an escape room. Ugh. So so I, so after that, uh, basic so after that, basically it's like she starts realizing, hey, maybe trying to make a guy jealous using the guy who literally made me cry is not the best idea. I'm not gonna do this. And the second and only other funny scene happens when she tries to leave and the escape room and she they haven't escaped yet. It's like, maybe you should have saved this for- After when, you yeah. got out? Yeah. So, so, yeah af- so yeah, after that, Stieg is like, Sieg is like Sieg, the man whore that he is, decides to call up Jody and says, "You know what? I'm gonna break up with my girlfriend, and I'm going to do stuff with you." And we all know where this goes. Am I right, ladies? Oof. So Jody says, "You have to come with me to my. You have to come with me to my sister's beauty pageant, and then we can go to see. Then we can go to the party that's happening before homecoming." I'm sorry. 
get-together. It's supposed to be a It's not a party. It's an intimate get-together. Candace party. Candace party. One of the moments where I was like, oh, this is something that's actually this pretty is somewhat decent. realistic. It's like, oh, look, it's an actual argument that might happen. Yay. <laughs> Except he doesn't show up. And the sister proves herself to be the best character in the thing, in the show, when literally, when she's answering a question for a beauty pageant and she notices that her sister's new boy is not there, she actually looks offended and holds off on her answer for a bit because of it. And she still wins, by the way. Still wins. She's like, Although that knife throwing thing was impressive, especially yeah, since we blindfolded. Yeah, yes. and we see her in the movie literally just starting to learn, and she's like, I think so she says four months. Almost, so terrible, yeah. she almost hit Talby. Yeah, but we know that, but we keep seeing her like just do everything to try and win these pageants. So it's like I'm kind of happy to, I'm kind of happy to see. Honestly, she should have been the main character. She has stuff that she wants to get done. She's interesting. It could have been about the pageant and nobody would have cared. <laughs> it's literally just flipping two things. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and, then it's, and then it's like maybe it's the stress of also wanting to help her sister like finally get her tall Swedish boyfriend. <laughs> but no, we got tall girl instead. You mean tall B? Yes, tall B. So, yeah, tall B doesn't show up. The dad has his only moment of craziness where he's actually offended that someone would hurt his daughter, which honestly is kind of level-headed in truth. If he brought out the shotgun, then it would have been a problem. Yeah. I mean, he was just talking like, I'm going to go run him over with my car. And then he I would too. runs them off the road. I would too, honestly. <laughs> well, not the run off the road part, but if someone hurt uh, my hypothetical daughter. Because I have no kids. But it, but yeah, so after that, Jody go, Jody Talby goes to confront Stieg, and she finds out that Stieg will never break up with her, with uh, Queen Bee because he likes being the popular guy. <sighs> and then, and then they, and then Milk Boy's worst scene, he breaks it off with the girl oh, yeah. that he I, likes. I remember oh, watching this and watching Eclipse's face it's like. You could tell he was suffering. This was painful to watch. It's like, especially when he says when he says to the girl, "It's like I'm in love," and she's like, "Oh, so you're just gonna wait around until you're uh, tall bees type?" And he's like, "If that's what it takes," and I'm like, "Good God! Not only are you pathetic, you are stupid. Why do this?" I love how she just reacts with, "I know." Like, um, it's so sad. She seems like, so jaded. Like, I was actually lucky to just have a boyfriend for a while. Yeah. It's like, good God. Ugh. Tall, it's like, I don't remember your name because I don't think it's said more than once. I think it's Liz. Maybe. But Liz, you deserve so much better. It's like, the bad people just get what they want for some reason. Because they rich, and we have no idea what your <laughs> standing is. <laughs> Actually, Liz, uh, never mind. She is one of the black people that isn't bad. Because <laughs> Liz is black. Wait, Liz isn't black? I think she is. I thought she was, like, white. Or, or is it yeah. Okay, hang on. Uh, <laughs> you have to look this up. We have Google's, to look this Google break again. Oh, her name is Liz, and it's Paris Bell... Um, Berlick? Okay, and, 
Skyler Storm, Lab Rats, Mighty Med. Wow, she's a very known Disney actor. Huh. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe I'm looking this up. Race. <laughs> what is her ethical background? Uh, normally I don't care, but I want to be proven right right now. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure she's black. Oh, he is really looking right now. I am really looking. He is looking. Ethnicity, she is mixed of father of French-Canadian descent and a mother of European-Filipino. Huh. So she's Filipino. Some, like With a, very brown skin. Somewhat hmm. Filipino, I guess. Oh, and she's a gymnast. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, anyway. Uh, yeah, but uh, bye, Liz. You only have one more important scene in the movie. Uh, so, yeah. After the... After that, we go to Jody in her bedroom, where Milk Boy has this creepiest scene where he's literally watching her sleep and stroking her hair. This is the person that's supposed to be her true love in the end, because love was there all along. <laughs> Just don't mind the stalking. Or the creepiness. Oh, did I mention that Milk Boy, the reason we call him that is because he carries around a milk cart? He did. I just want to make sure because it's coming up. Anyway, he gives her um, high heels because of a conversation that they had at the beginning of the movie where she was mad that she can't even find high heels her size. And uh, I actually know this because my sister has a few friends with big feet. And yes, they do make high heels in your size. <laughs> yeah, but he went to a specialty drag queen store, which I found the most hilarious thing ever. It's not a joke, but whatever. And after... And afterwards, uh, basically, she, basically, uh, he gives her the high heels, and he says, "When you find someone that you actually want to get with, these will be great." If it wasn't for the fact that he broke up with his, uh, with that perfectly nice girl before, I would say he finally accepted moving on and realizing that Jody doesn't want him. But really, we just know this is a final ploy just to try and get her attention again. Because if you can't, because if you can't win your, because uh, you can't win your girl's love by actually being interesting in someone that they want to date, buy to their be, way into it. You have to be emotionally manipulative with gifts, <laughs> the power of money. All I want to do is bang, 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 and and take your money. Also, I ain't saying she's no gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke me. <laughs> Watch it, Clips. You're on, you're on shaky ground right now. No, I'm not, because I'm the only one who hasn't said one curse word in this entire forking podcast. Ha! And I've only said one. To your two. So watch it, Kuro. You're on shaky ground in this podcast. <laughs> anyway, to wrap everything up, Joe... Owning up, Jody realizes that Milk Boy white knighted for her when Steve acts like that he basically, when he he basically dumped her in front of everyone. And that's how she and that's how she finally gets the confidence to go into her suit with her new high heels, heels give an important speech in front of everyone, proving that she's not actually over her tallness or body acceptance because she's giving a speech, and goes to goes to Milk Boy where we find out that he's been. Gr hogging the carton around so he can stand up on it and kiss Talby when she finally says, yes, you are worthy of being my boyfriend. The end. Uh, so, so we can now officially forget about this movie? Well, we still have to... Uh, final thoughts. We have to get our final thoughts out. 
Yeah, so uh, to quote a YouTuber that I'm actually a big fan of, this movie sucks! I've <laughs> been holding that in. It sucks so much. It has terrible messages to give to like teenagers. It has terrible messages to give to teenagers. It is incredibly manipulative. It tries to act like being tall is a physical deformity. Like, they make it seem like it's so bad of, like, being tall. But the only bad, bad thing about being tall is that you send them to your head on the ceiling. Or you have to watch her like... Tall girl never does that. Never once. Nope. We never even see any of the problems that she suffers from being tall. She just states them. Yeah, she's just up and slouching pretty much. Which also is really bad for your back, no matter what height you are. Yeah, and the thing I dislike is the fact that she has this talent of using the piano, and she says she doesn't want to, she doesn't want to use her talent because when people see you doing something, something you're good at, they want to stare at you more, and she doesn't want anyone staring at her more. If she was actually an introvert, I would accept this. Except she's not. And they're going to stare at you anyway, so why not let them stare at you doing something you're good at? That is true. But, yeah, pretty much Eclipse here has just summed up what we in Soul just think at this moment. It's really bad. Yeah. Put, the ta- put the tally down, I'm gonna say it. Tall B is a tall b- And that's five. Okay, we can officially erase this from our memories. Next Masochist Monday, we will be talking about Record of Ragnarok Season 1. Which, by the way, I did finish watching all of it. Wait, really? Soul? Wow. And without me. And without me. I felt like torturing myself, okay? Okay, now I'm officially putting this on record. You are a masochist. (laughs) Eclipse said it before. I said it before when we first went into this wanting to see what this was about. Because I actually have a fascination with different religions and mythologies. All three of us kind of do in some way. Yeah. True that, though. Yeah. I will say that I will say this as the first positive thing and only positive thing I will ever say about this show. The character designs are pretty great. Oh, yeah. It you is haven't even epic. Said Oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna probably enjoy that. Can we really put this on Vasquez Mondays if it's okay? I feel like we should. Okay, yeah, I guess we can. Yeah. Okay, like, I had to skip through bits to make it bearable. Nope, you have to watch the whole thing, so you are watching it all oh. over again. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I should have just said I watched it. <laughs> just, it what? looks like we're it looks like we're torturing Soul again. So thank you, everyone. Ooh. What for our first Mass Kiss Mondays? Clap, please. And we will see you all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.